What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. You're listening to One on One with DP. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. The autumn wind is a pirate, blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten, he wears a hooded sash, with a silver hat about his head, and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country. A villain, big and bold. And the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. It's just massive. Things done well, and we love it. Let's bring him in. BT, Coach Barry Thompson. What's up? The, the pirate needs a clock. Sorry about being late today. Man, you ain't never got to apologize for doing what you do, man. You know you are. What I know is if you're not here, you're working. So. Yeah, you, you got me. You, 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 you've been looking in again. Yeah. I, I just ran a little bit over. Yep. You've been working, and you, you're yeah. – there, there's a thing that – so Barry is, is helping a young man find his way in the, through, the, through the combines and development and getting himself in front of other, uh, other talented football people. And so you see the good, the bad, the in-between. You see the indifference. You see uh, the passion. You see where folks have been numbed – even in their work that, oh, my goodness, I'm doing this because I love it, but I'm not really going to get any benefit from it, uh, and then having to talk them through it. What's the toughest thing for a quarterback preparing for his his audition, his NFL, USFL audition? What's the toughest thing that a player has to go through? Um. No, no, it's my first time through, and so my experience is kind of solely based on, you know, working with guys. Um, but judging the process, I think, believe it or not, the the most difficult thing when you're coming from a small school, you're not being drafted, is to get the opportunities to perform and in front of people that matter. I think that's not an easy thing to get done. And then the realization that you have to summon a performance. 
Um, when you go out and play a game, you have an intention to always just playing as best as you possibly can. But you know that during the course of the game, when you make a mistake, you'll have an opportunity to overcome it, uh, to do something greater at the end or when it really counts. Well, in these formats, you're being judged and being judged quickly. So if there's a mistake, um, it's really up. It's at the hands of the judger as to whether they think they can overlook that or not. I think that's that's a tough standard. So I would think that that would be the hardest part so far. Uh, one, getting the opportunity, and then two, um, preparing yourself in such a way that you can summon a performance on command. So the, the, there's some some genius in what you just said, right, that these young people are being asked to conjure up the performance of a lifetime on call simply for the opportunity to conjure up <laughs> another performance at a greater moment. But what I know to be true about you and the way you prepare, prepare athletes is nothing that Guy Myers or any quarterback is going to see or be asked to do he, it's not going to be new to him because you have prepared him and put him in. That's the, the, the definition of being prepared is that you have done the work for all things that will be asked of you when it matters. DP, you've been looking in again. It's just, <laughs> it's so funny because that just came up on uh, Tuesday, was it? The pro day that he had at the Shepherd University. Um, we didn't have a script going in. I didn't know exactly who was running and, you know, what was, how they were going to do it. And so we had, a, I had a discussion with them the night before. I said, look, I don't know what this is going to be, but I said, exactly. I said, they're not going to ask you to do anything that we haven't done or you know how to do, whether it's under center or the gun or, you know, this type of throw or they went to run out of the pocket, you know, or an over, you know, just whatever it is, we've done it. And I think, that in large part went to, to his confidence that he had on Tuesday. And I thought he performed well. And it was interesting. A lot of people were making, um, talking a lot about Malik Willis and how he was engaged and, and making a big thing of that. Well, with Guy in his own way, because of the confidence level that he had and the ease at which he felt, uh, I was watching a similar thing that the receivers were actually reacting to him and and he was gathering people and when they're about to shut it down he just really went into practice mode there was a guy who dropped the pass and guy just reflexively said we can't end that way you know what i mean they mm -hmm. went back and ran a route so um that preparedness helps you a lot through through workouts and circumstance, right? Sometimes it requires that you practice indoors. Some days it's outdoors when weather isn't good. Some days it's when you're short talent to work with. Some days it's it's uh, things line up for you ideally. But as you have these discussions and lead these young people, if we if we paired that to Nebraska spring camp, that the spring game is just a celebration of all the work done and all of the lessons that have been taught up to that Saturday morning. Is that a statement of truth or no? Yeah, I think, you know, just judging and being around a few programs that when they're in this winter or spring phase, uh, you're working uh, diligently on all these specific points. 
whether, you know, Mel Tucker a while ago was just, they were harping on uh, the, the fundamentals and that's what they were harping. So whatever they're harping on and whatever is the point of emphasis throughout this thing, what you really want to see in the spring game is the application of that. You want to see that that, that foundational brick that you've built through the, the winter training and the spring practices, that that foundational brick can go in the ground and become the cornerstone of what's going to come in the fall camp. Uh, I, I think that's ideally what you want to see. So there should be stated goals, stated purposes, um, and then a, a, a defined path on how to work with it, whether it's you know building the team, whatever it is. In that spring game, you, you want to see the application. You want to see all that work reflected. Absolutely. For quarterback play, so for Casey Thompson, for for – uh, for for Purdy, for for Logan Smothers, is the spring session more mental or physical? Well, I think it depends on where they are in the depth chart, but it gets back to what we were kind of talking about. You know, they they've been in touch with football, but what it's been since November, mm-hmm. so December, uh, December, January, um, March, April since they've had the sum of the performance, right? So that now you've got to summon it and, and go perform. And that takes practice, right? So they'll get opportunities in August. They'll be, you know, many times you have to go out and perform. Uh, but this will be the first one under the light, uh, you know, with, with the public watching and being on display. And so I think that it's time for them to just dust off their, their performance uh, capes and go out there and perform and execute the way they should. I'll, I'll ask you this because I know the answer already. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so when reports come out that Jacques Yant is mauling defenders, just mauling them, that, um, that so much to the point where you've questioned tackling and front seven defensive play, right? The line is – the pipeline looks – uh, improved, and you got a downhill runner. But then you have Ramir Johnson who can flash and pop with quickness. You're at spring practice, Barry Thompson. It's your offense. Are you are you giving the defenders a break? Or are you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, not knowing the no, – first of all, no. <laughs> the, 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 completely no. Um, the best way to make a team better is make yourself better. And I do believe in the depth, you know, around my guys. And and I do believe in a practice format, um, that it's true. There's at least two definitions of the word compete. One is I win and you lose. Everybody uses that definition in the fall, but when you're developing, uh, and you're trying to get better, I think the other definition is a more useful one, which means to buy with to get better. And, that, you know, so that if I if I best you right in something, then it's your duty and your responsibility to say, oh, that was pretty good, but now watch this. Mm-hmm. And then that just builds on itself. It, 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 it connotes a different type of attitude. Uh, as you're getting to do things. It's something that I keep with all my quarterbacks that, you know, we're here to vie with to get better. 
And uh, so, no, if the, if the defense is having trouble, they need to vie a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, we 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 know we've been on the on the on the offensive side against defenses that were you know getting hyped and were the focus. And then if we would do a thing because we understood that if the if we found a defensive lamb as we call them, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, there's yeah. a little lamb over there. Um, that we also know that we don't help the team get better if we do not highlight and focus on said weakness slash lamp. How do yes, you – Yes, in practice, in practice, yes. Okay. In a game, I had a habit of I would tweak that lamb just enough so the lamp could stay in the game. <laughs> I always want that lamb in my back pocket. You know, I always figure the one you know is better than the one you don't know. Right. So I, w- I would go after it, but I would kind of go after it so I got hollered at yeah. and not pulled out of the game. But, yes, in a, in a development format. The other thing, too, and you can tell me, um, I don't understand the value of broadcasting how good, you know, Yan is. I, I don't. Maybe I'm a little old school. But, you know, if somebody had put a mic in front of me and said, how's it going? I said, hey, we're, you know, we're getting better. You know, our run game looks a little better. I, I don't know the interest in broadcasting it, but that's just me. Well, because they're going to ask. Like in this, in this space where there's 948,000 broadcaster, reporters, bloggers, uh, so-called media people, where everything, right. nothing is a secret. And, right. and and you, you can't, right? And then you get to the point where, as a leader, you have to be honorable. You have to speak oh. in integrity. And if a thing is true, you should be able to say that that thing is true and let other people respond and react to it rather than hiding in the in the cupboard and going, okay, this is my little secret, my, my, my okay, pretty. Well, I, I just, I'll, I'll pass it on to Bill Belichick. Well, you know, but no, that's the, that's the fair like, but that's the but Barry, that's absolutely the fair part, right? Is that Popovich and company? They're groups who who have said, you know what, I'm not going to dance with you in this space. I'm just not going to do it for the very reason that you said what it was. Like you, you, yeah. you're absolutely right. We coach from a, a place in space where we never have to validate what we do or how we do it. That's not the case here. <laughs> yeah. That's not the case okay, here, I got you. right? And that, and that, it's the same thing. That mom and dad, or an assistant coach at a high school program, of somebody that you work with, where you're working with them for a, 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 you know, ten months out of the year, mm-hmm. and you see the good, the bad, and indifferent, right? You see them as they right. really are. Then a high school coach who gets them, all with the benefit of your work. <laughs> Right, they get a polished diamond rather than the, the the piece of coal that it was, and then they want to question the fact that you turned it into a diamond instead of yeah. respecting the fact that you that you 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 in fact created the diamond. I, I I ask you that because I want to ask as as competitions happen, right? The quarterback position always, and no matter what program it is, whatever what team, what level, the quarterback competition in air quotes is an important thing because yeah. it 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 just lets people exhale and knowing that we have a leader we have we have that the other how important is it 
when you go into a season and you're you're going to do this, right? So you'll see your guys in the spring, and then it'll determine who's going to play quarterback in one of the great public school programs in the state of Virginia. Right. You know what you have. Right. Is a a full competition possible? Yes. But you have to have an understanding when the competition starts. It doesn't start in August. Mm -hmm. You know, so the people that are involved, it's funny that you bring up this subject. Um, Just a quick aside and we'll get back to to what I'm facing. Um, We're doing a a middle school QB school um, in Memorial Day weekend. It's going to be six hours on the field, and and I'm putting together a great staff. And what we're doing in that format is we're kind of, in a progressive way, uh, going to expose these rising 7th, 8th, and ninth graders to the things that they need to be good at, to understand, to be this to be the one, right, and and get them to understand where the standards are because you're trying to be the one. Every other position on the football field, you have multiple chances to get on there. In most normal circumstances as a quarterback, you only have one chance to get on. Kickers, right, linebackers, running backs, receivers, all have rotations and different ways that you can get onto the field, you know, special teams and so forth. But as a quarterback, you generally only have – there's only one. And uh, so back to specifically the spring, the guys that I work with, they, they understand that and they come to understand that. And to the school that I'm going to, I haven't seen all the QBs, but they should have an understanding that the competition has already started. It's not just going to be, you know, um, you know, what they do in front of me. It's some of what they did last year. Right. And, uh, as you look at that, you know, I'm coming into it with those eyes. You know, are those things correctable or are they not? Um, but at the end of the day, everybody wants a quarterback in that position who is a leader, who is a guy that you can trust to get the ball from point A to point B and to make good decisions when it's not like it is, not like it's drawn up on the chalkboard. Uh, So in a nutshell, that's the competition. Who can best uh, ascend to that role? We're talking to Barry Thompson, Fairfax Football Academy, uh, QB coach. The word trust is used often. But I think in competition, as we talk about it, that the player who earns the trust of the offensive coordinator is the guy that will win the job. Is that not fair? Yes. Um, and yeah, the answer is yes. And that trust is not, you know, I'm going to give them the keys to the house. The trust is built through how this young person carries themselves. You know, we, we've talked and, I, and it's something that's going to come up in this middle school camp that we're doing, um, you know, to talk to them about the two and the 22, mm-hmm. you know, to understand that if you say you want to be this person, then it is an all-day sucker. Mm-hmm. You know, that the, your your decisions, your attitude, how you handle things, and the 22 hours that you're off the field are going to directly impact the type of teammate and player that you're going to be. And you can't view it any other way. So there's a way to go about your life. There's a way to manage your time. 
And the more that you're striving to be the best version that you're going to be, the more likely you're going to wind up being that trusted person. And that's true for 99.1% of the human beings out there. Are there others who can act horribly and they're so talented that they can get out there and do that stuff? Yes. But for most of us, uh, we have to go the other route. We have to. It's an all-day sucker. It's just something that you, you're you pursuing daily. Um, and you enjoy doing it. That's the other part. Mm-hmm. It cannot be a pain to you to try to get up and do the best that you can every day. It's got That has to be some type of challenge that you embrace daily. And and that stuff, it, it's not as it's not as hard to discern over time as people would think um, because not everybody's willing to do that. You know, I saw something that I think is, you know, these things get popular from time to time, but bottom line, it, it takes what it takes. <laughs> right. You know, and right. some people, and some people just don't want to do what it takes. <sighs> it takes what it takes. Well, that that leads you talk about the two and twenty two and and every major Power Five conference program speaks to the two and twenty two, but I think they miss taking the next step, which is informing people. I ask you this question, and I think the answer would be would would identify a lot of what we're talking about. That most student athletes more likely determine their outcome in the two during the twenty two that they will either fail or succeed because of the 22 as much as the two? I'd say more than. Yeah. Except except we know there's freaks out there. Yeah. Right? Who can do all kinds of things. And then, you know, to go to the extreme, there, there, are, there are versions of a Dennis Rodman out there, right, who can throw caution to the wind. And so there, there's a very small percentage. But everybody else, yeah, they're going to stumble in the 22. They're just – that, you know, when you're talking about being one, right, you're just talking about being one, and, and you are going to be the person that are going to get the keys to the car. When you're talking about being that person, um, it, it requires a discipline. It requires a commitment. It requires a huge level of persistence, of relentlessness, right, and pursuit of this thing. And it it almost becomes part of the DNA because it's a relentlessness and a persistence that's never really satisfied. It's not as if you get the prize, they give you the keys to the car and you, you, you take your hands off the wheel, right? Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. That doesn't work at all. Right. Right. It's this thing that, okay, I got it. Now I, I want to, you know, to stay with the car analogy. Now I want to drive it. Now I want to take it on another trip. Now I want to upgrade, you know, now I want a bigger model. Now I want to add some things to it. It's it's that kind of perpetual, can I get better thing. And and once the wheels start rolling on that, it, it kind of has its own momentum. And the great thing about working with young people in this position is it's a momentum that will carry them through to life no matter you know how far they go. Um, just a quick aside, we had a kid that was offered uh, today, got an offer from Delaware, and then he got an offer from UPenn today. And I was talking to his dad, and I said, you know, you know, my goal is for these guys to have options at the end of their, you know, high school career. Well, if he doesn't draw another offer, he's got two heck of options. You know, mm-hmm. 
Delaware matches them a lot with uh, academics and the offense they run. And then now he has a choice to go off and play football if he wants to and get an Ivy League uh, degree. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, imagine that, having that sort of focus yeah. and presence. Uh, kind sir, I don't know if you're cooking or just eating. What do we, what do we do? We're eating. We're eating. We're eating. Uh, there's a, uh, my brother was kind of near me. He's in New Hampshire, but he was kind of near me. So we shout him out. out. Shout out the former Husker. Yeah. DT. Are you with me? <laughs> uh, and he says he, he can gather some old guys and, and, uh, maybe send some old stories your way, uh, that he used to hang with. And I, I told him, y'all put you in touch. Um, but we met at this place, um, he was in Delaware, I was in Virginia, and right across the Bay Bridge is a place called Harris's uh, Crab Deck. And it's kind of early, but we love these blue crabs. And we went in and had a, about a dozen of these jumbo uh, blue crabs. And I'm telling you, um, they were absolutely freaking delicious. And we didn't leave anything but cartridge. Uh, <laughs> and so it's always great this time of year in our area to kind of you know, it's kind of the onset of, you know, spring is coming. Yeah. And uh, getting crabs in this area later, first of May, it'll be crawfish boils and things like that. So we're turning spring, and that's one of the kind of rights of spring around here is go get some crabs and maybe have an adult beverage. Uh, are the blossoms so, going to be out? The blossoms are out, nice. and uh, they're, they're out. They're probably going to get blown. You're gonna, you're hitting town. You'll be able to see them, absolutely. Yeah, they're I'm gonna, still up. Yeah, they're, it's gonna be the first thing you find, Reagan. We pull out and see the blossoms. That's there you how go. We're gonna do. All right, brother. I will see you in a few hours, kind sir. Yes, sir. All right, yes, BT. Thank you, brother. Love right. you. That is Barry Thompson, Fairfax Football Academy. Again, when you talk about all the stuff behind creating these athletes and coaching and putting systems together and schemes together. There's so much to it, but when you have a plan, it becomes pretty simple, and he's very successful. So we'll close out one-on-one and get you all set up for the Captain Show when we come back. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One-on-One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.